Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owie, hydrated by Hairy Man Brewery. Oh, you're back. How are you doing, mate? I'm back. We're back. We're back. We're back and we've got some new gear. Yeah. It sound, is it sounding better? No. <laughs> well, we tried. We, we did a little mic check. This is the first time I've ever done an EQ. But yeah. I don't even know what EQ stands for. That's right. Well, I mean, we, we listen and I guess you watch a lot of podcasts now, don't mm. they? They're, they're set up. Mm. I had that idea and just well, cover your beers, please, so it doesn't get out there. Google doesn't steal it. The 360 podcast, the yes. VR podcast. No one's done it? No, still no one's done it. And I don't know why. I'm sure that the big boys would be doing that. No, well, the, the idea is that you set up one of those GoPro 360 mm. cams mm. In the middle of your podcast, and when you do it live, the listener can just go on there and scan around the room and and do whatever they want. Now, would you like to do that as a body surf podcast? I think we should do that. Actually, one of my friends just got one of those three hundred and sixty cameras, and I think we should test it out. We could hide little Easter eggs in the room mm. and do like a competition sort of thing. We're we're all ideas here. Yeah, fantastic. Uh. <laughs> That's part of the new gear. We've got yeah. little stingers now. I told you we were coming back bigger and better. Well, we're getting there. Well, yeah. We, well, I mean, we're meant to be uh, talking to a guest tonight and we're talking to me. Well, <laughs> I had a chat to our executive producer, Woofo, and I said... Woodo. Uh, <laughs> Woodo, sorry. Woodo. Uh, he used to be head of childcare. Yeah, he did. Now he's the exec producer yeah. of, the, of the podcast. He's done very well. One year it took him to climb his way to the top. That's right. And uh, who's the head of childcare now? Bondi. But I mean, that's the entry level. Um, what's what's the word for <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. That's the position that you get exactly. when you're new to the team. The real entry level role should be intern of the podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. We need someone on the pots and pants. They could be yeah. Why you wouldn't have to do it anymore exactly. then, Tim? You could just sit back and, and enjoy the luxury of talking on a microphone like I do. Yeah, is it fun over there? It's good. Yeah. I'm nice and relaxed. I've got the mic set up. Um, right next to my my face today which is good for a podcast because you wouldn't want it far away but i'm nice and relaxed i'm not i'm not out of my chair sometimes when i want to get a bit more energy i'm i'm sitting up in the chair but i'm sitting back today because you're gonna ask me a couple of questions well yeah you're our guest you've just had um two big international trips the listeners want to hear all about it mate i'm a jet setter so yeah woofo booked you as our our lead guest Mm. tonight and um this is going to be our second last podcast for the year i can't believe we've actually done a whole year yeah well barely well when do we start we did it in january late january when we did our first one with ricky and we've had a few little hiatuses here and there (laughs) No, that's okay. I mean, Kate, Tim and Marty go on one every four weeks. So the, for us to go on a three or four week break, I think is is fine. I mean, I haven't been in the country for the last pretty much six weeks. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's fair, Tim. But they do two hours a day. <laughs> yeah. We do about 20 minutes a week. It's not as easy as it looks, okay? <laughs> It isn't. I mean, people sit out there in their, behind their keyboards and they say, listen, get the podcast out, which is fair play. I mean, if we have listeners, I, this is a first time for us. We've never actually had people that listen to the things that we do. But now that we do, people want the Connie T. That's right. And if the Connie T is not there, the, the listeners get antsy. And so, yeah, I mean, it is harder than it looks. We both work full time. It's hard getting together and we were using... Pretty terrible equipment, <laughs> in fairness. Uh, now we've got the new uh, Rodecaster Pro. Mate. 
I, mate, it's sounding good in my ears. The cool thing about this, and I want to get this hashtag trending. Yeah. This is the road trip. Hashtag <laughs> road trip. R-O-D-E trip. <laughs> mate, we can take this anywhere. I've actually got coming out in a few days time a power pack for this bad boy. You're coming out in a few days, are you, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> about out, time. I'm out, I'm out and proud, mate. Oh, that's good. Um. Yeah, so the power pack is going to power this bad boy. We can take it. I think a long time. You just charge it up, you know, plug it in overnight, charge it up, and then just take it wherever you want. And so here right now, when there's not even any cables. Mm, not Pretty, hardly. I mean, we're plugged in microphones, but there's no cable going to the computer. No. It's completely can just get transferred by Bluetooth. Yep. And if you want, you could uh, whack her in the um, micro SD card, yeah, and then transfer it over like that. You use a micro SD card a lot, don't you? For the uh, I've got the, many micro things for the GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the GoPro, yeah. for the new GoPro. Um, how, I've never used one. It's well, cool. I cool. I just transfer everything via Bluetooth. Okay, we're in the future, Tim. We we are in the future. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen, but we are currently in. What we would have called as children, the future. Yeah, um, we're living in. Amanda Keller did warn us about this, <laughs> did she? <laughs> on what what radio show was it? Uh, on Beyond Two Thousand. Oh, oh, really? Yes. It wasn't. Um, it, it wasn't uh, Club Veg, because <laughs> she was good on Club Veg. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that one. Really, no. you didn't know? Was that Club on? Veg. Was that on the uh, the public broadcast? No, that was on the the Triple M. Oh yeah. The the Triple M station with Denton. Yeah, with Denton. Oh, yeah, Club, Club Veg. Good gear. I've got the um the coffee mug. <laughs> You've home. got a few little bits of merch. You've well, yeah, I was uh, I was a big fan of the Triple M Showback at, <laughs> at the Easter show <laughs> every year, and I'd have every year I'd take the the bag because you got an actual backpack, yeah. and I would take the new bag to school every year. And so for about four or five years running, I had the Triple M show bag as my my school bag it was quite trendy back in those days yeah, man, and that just goes to show how into uh radio and and um this type of uh creative medium we were as children mm. I mean, no one else had a triple m bag that they no. were taking to school and triple m was rocking the shire <laughs> it was rocking the shire that's right it was there there wasn't too many other stations playing akadaka back then <laughs> You know, it was Not just... Not many play it now. Yeah, well, that's right, but Triple M still do. I'm sure Sirius XM have an Akadaka 24-hour station. Well, yeah, everything's going digital these mm. days, aren't they? Mate, so. why aren't we on it? They, they could stream us 24-7. Oh, they could. If you've got a digital uh, radio on your car, you could just listen to us. <laughs> I don't know how. Um, I think it's through Cole's radio. I think we're on like midnight to dawn. <laughs> Mid dawn on Coles. On Coles Radio. So the guys doing stock take are just like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all right. We've got some listeners. This is how, this is how the, um, the, the story of body surfing in Australia and around the world gets told. Yeah. Through the podcast. It's the only medium. It's, it's the Bible of, of body surfing. Well, actually, I, you know what is the Bible of body surfing? Belly Slater's Instagram page. Also, there's a few actually. Who else? Justin Spittles. Oh, yeah, mate, book. he's yeah, he, yeah. The book is coming out soon. I hope we don't have a date for it yet, though. But we, when he releases it, we definitely need to get him back on because he is a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, 
I love that man. He's a very cool guy. He won't invite us out for a surf ever. <laughs> he all, always seems to be getting good waves, but yeah, we're never he's invited. He's very secretive. Very secretive. That's right. He wouldn't. He even after we asked to be put on to the private message yeah. group, he said no. <laughs> you know who's on it? Corey Sainsbury. You know who's on our private message group? Corey Sainsbury. Oh, he's not actually. No. We should invite him on there though. We would have to discuss it with the, the the team. He's been out for more surfs than Woodo. <laughs> Wolfo never comes out for a surf. He pretends to. Wolfo did a drive-by the other day. He saw us about to get in. He's like, hey, boys, and just kept driving. <laughs> <laughs> for our regular Saturday meetup. Yeah. yeah sounds sounds about right. Were there waves? Because he likes coming for a surf when there's no waves. Well, you call him the barrel dodger. He's the barrel dodger, yeah, in our group. But I've, I've seen him in a few pits. But yeah, the thing is, he can surf, and he surfs quite well. He's probably one of the better body surfers in our group. But every time we have a Saturday meetup uh, and there's waves, Wolfo is nowhere to be seen. It's similar with Bondi whenever we have a punt. Nowhere to be found. Well, that's, yeah, that's right. And he loves a punt. Yeah. But he operates on a, um, a profit basis. So he's like, he's very um, astute about his, mm. uh, his gambling. So he's got a, a profit window. And if he goes below the profit window, the missus, the missus says, no more gambling. Well, I think that's responsible. Yeah, well, that's responsible gambling. And but always gamble responsibly. Oh, that's right, Tim. Actually, don't. Cause <laughs> if you, if well, you do, it's no fun. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing it responsibly, what's the fun in that? Wrong. <laughs> Heaps wrong, actually. Um, no, we're joking, of course. <laughs> Clearly. Don't email us. <laughs> don't at me. Where's the wasn't? <laughs> See, it's getting us out of hard, hard situations here, that, that uh, sting pad. Now, getting back to booking you, it was very tough. Wolfo was trying to track you down for a while. We don't really have a system for booking guests. We should bring one in. Um, we normally just send an email or a text or an Instagram message. Um, and most people are quite responsive and pretty much come on the show the next day. Um, you were hard to track down. Yeah, I was hard to get in town. It's... Um I have been away, and I've, I've got a missus now as well, Tim. So that's the that's uh, the hard thing. I'm um, jet setting, not just jet setting around the globe, but also around Australia. She's up in the Central Coast, so I'm on the road quite a lot. Now we should also mention that um, Australia is being smashed hard by bushfires right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, your missus lives up north, and they're. Probably the most affected by what's going on. Mm. How's everything going up there? Yeah, Have you been there lately. Yeah, so she lives on a um, in what's called Womberal. Uh It's surrounded by bushland. Uh, they're actually all right at the moment, but uh, her parents' nursery um, is a little bit more out in the um, fire zones, mm. and they're a bit worried about that. But uh, so far, so good. It's been okay where they are. Um, but yeah, Tim, we definitely think of all those. Uh, yeah, families out in the bushfire zones that, mm. mate, it's tough out there, hey? Like we live, we live so far removed from that. Well, to be fair, there have been some fires around here. Um, they're not as severe, but yeah, there has been some fires in Loftus. There's also last night there was a fire near Walleye Creek. Mm. Um, so we're getting haze from all over the place. It's blowing here from the mountains. Um, sometimes it's probably blowing from mm. the north as well. Um, and... Even that is affecting a lot of people. So I couldn't imagine what it'd be like to be in the, the, the heart of it. Yeah, that's right. It's um, yeah. Today was probably the the most smoke I've seen in in years since that um, 
that Christmas Day fight. I remember when mm. we were young, and yeah. I remember being in Menai, and there was just ash falling on yeah. us at Christmas lunch. Yeah. It's pretty scary. Um, my dad went for a swim at Foster recently, and there was a lot of ash in the ocean there. So mm. yeah, it's it's affecting the surfer as well a bit. What's what's the solution, Oe? <laughs> to bushfires? <laughs> yes. Oh, mate, if I knew. Everyone's having a go at ScoMo. Yeah. I think it would be, uh, you know, I don't want to get too political, but I don't think anyone has the answer. Now, avoiding it is not the answer. We need to talk about it. Mm. But um, I, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's sadly, it's going to happen. Bushfires are going to happen. We, we need our bushland. They're saying more hazard reductions. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. Fair enough. But still, we're going to have areas that are going to go up where we're in a massive drought. Everything's dry. Yeah. All it takes is one lightning strike or one idiot to go out and start a fire yeah. and it's gone. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, Tim, I, it's, it's hard. There's no real way around it. Mm. I guess you you just have to avoid the areas. It has been a part of the Australian lifestyle for a while, but it does seem like it's getting worse and it seems like it's happening a lot earlier than it normally does mm. in the summer. Yeah, well, I mean, the Aboriginals used to backburn way back when. So we think we've got it all together. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's been happening for thousands and thousands of years. Uh, and pretty much all of Australian uh, flora uses... Um, bushfires to actually regenerate mm. so uh it's yeah it's hard you can't you can't avoid it sadly mm. um however you you came back you came in hot i guess off uh, the plane i think i saw you land oh really i was going to pick up the the new desk mm. um at the the audio shop and a plane was coming in now who did you fly fiji with fiji airways yeah it was. A small one? It was a small yeah, one, yeah. I saw you come in, Really? Mate. Yeah, I should have yeah. waved. It was a Boeing 737, uh, 1997 job, that one. Uh, I think Qantas has just off-sold all their, <laughs> their old planes because that thing is a shitbox. <laughs> uh, w- it was terrible. I was up the back row, the very back row. Yeah. Seat doesn't recline. What? Uh, no, it doesn't recline. If you're in the back row, it doesn't recline, so... For all those out there that are going to hop onto a 737 in the near future, don't sit in the back row. Your chair don't recline. And you're right next to the only two toilets on the plane. <laughs> yeah. So it's just highway traffic the whole time you're in the air. And there's entertainment screens, but it's the ones that fold down from the roof. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, you're like, you're far away from it. And then they're playing Elf because it's, <laughs> it's Christmas time. Uh no, actually, I th- don't think we got Elf this time. We were still in November, so we got um, Toy Story 4. Okay. Which is, if Robbie was there, he would have loved it. One of his favourite films. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I'd already seen it, mm. and so there was no need for me to watch it again. Can I just, I have not seen it, but can I guess the plot? Yep. One of the toys goes missing, and they have to find and rescue them. You see, you'd be, I, I'd love to say you're wrong, <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> They, they lose each other for a while and then one particular toy gets lost and they have to go and find the toy. You, you're dead spot on there, Well, Tim. Pixar has had this uh, story for a while. Every Pixar film uses the same story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's nothing, nothing's wrong with that. No. DreamWorks, on the other hand, high, uh, re- rely heavily on um, pop culture references. Mm. 
And you know, you probably notice in, in Pixar films, they don't do it as much. No, no. Um, it's just the copy and paste job mm, with Pixar. But it's got more heart than a DreamWorks film. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're, we're grown men. Mm. You shouldn't be watching cartoons anyway. I don't have children. <laughs> what about um, like Japanese animation? Um, like, it was great when we were kids. Like, don't get me wrong, Dragon Ball Z... Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, awesome. Which I'll still now watch mm. with love in my heart for those times that I got to share with that. But I'm not actively going to go out and seek new television shows that are anime. That's just not part of my repertoire. Now, I've so got too much on, Tim. <laughs> Way too much on. I'm too busy. I can't fit that, that sort of lifestyle in. You know those people who just watch Netflix again and again and again and again? I'm, I'm one of those people yeah but you don't sleep yeah. <laughs> see that's either you sleep and you have a terrible life or you watch netflix when you should be sleeping yeah. and so it's all right you've got a you've got a hall pass card to watch netflix there tim uh but i say i just can't fit it in i get home and i'm i'm bugging i gotta i gotta go to sleep yeah. wake up pretty with no makeup do you sleep like a vampire like do you cross your arms oh no sean cook does <laughs> really uh, yeah he's a as soon as sean hits the the uh, mattress, he's gone out like a light and he's full full vampire set up, like arms crossed, lying down flat, face in the air. I, I'm I'm a pillow straddle. <laughs> Is that what they're called these days? I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Some pillows have names. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. Mine don't. Mm. Uh, but, I, yeah, I hurt my neck at the gym, so now I sleep on my side mm. and straddle the, the pillow. Mm. Yeah, it's really nice, actually. I quite enjoy it. I, I struggled to um, sleep in Fiji when I was there. Speaking of Fiji, I only got to surf once. This is a real issue for you. Now, before we talk about your surfing, because you had a few surfs, because you were in Hawaii and then Fiji, back to back, mm. and you didn't surf a lot in Hawaii either. But I've got a quick question about Don Rickles. <laughs> yeah, go. So Toy Story 4 came out, what, last year, two years ago? Toy Story 4. Yeah. I think it came out this year. Oh, it came out this year. Mm. Wow. Um, now, Don Rickles is dead mm. and has been dead for a long time. Mm. How did Miss, How did they voice Mr. Potato Head? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question, Tim, but there are voice actors that can mimic people's oh, voices. Oh, yeah. So, I guess... That's true. I mean, I can't remember him having too much of an important role in the new film. Okay. Okay. So they had to write it out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or they could just take his mouth off, really, and he could walk around and he doesn't have to speak. <laughs> That's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't do that either. No. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I watched Toy Story 4 on the way to Hawaii. That's why I didn't have to watch it on the way back from Fiji. Okay. And uh, it was on again. Well, it was on, no, so different planes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, on the on the way to Fiji, I was on an Airbus. Um, didn't have any. Didn't actually didn't have any um, entertainment at all. Not even the fold down tellies. Mm. Uh, so I just had to sit there in silence. I played played a little bit on my phone, uh, but on the way back, it had the um, the fold down ones, and my fold down one was broken anyway, so I couldn't watch it. But on the way to Hawaii, we watched Toy Story Four. And now Hawaii, I wasn't there for a surf trip. Uh, but it, it still beats uh, Twister and Jumanji. Oh, well, that's right. I'm, here's another thing. 
why did they remake Jumanji? And they're doing another one. Well, that was my question exactly. They've remade Jumanji. It was terrible. I'm and not, then, I mean, I well, you one. can just assume that it's terrible. It's got The Rock in it. The Rock and Kevin Hart are like big, big stars. But they're in every movie together now. But you know who else is in it? Danny DeVito. Yeah, right. And he, Jack Black. He's 70 something years old. Mm. And he's amazing. Yeah. He's still going good, but yeah. it's a terrible film. I'm sure. And so it was terrible, but and they still made a sequel. Mm. How did it make money? Uh, yeah. What gets wickets? <laughs> shit gets wickets. It's a universal principle. If you make a shit film or shit music, you'll receive a dividend. And I, I can't understand that. Is that what, like, is the world shittest podcast, is that going to receive a dividend for us? Well, if we play this, you might actually receive some royalties. Oh, do it. Oh, that's good. Is that the whole song? Oh, you got the whole song. Yeah, just the uh, the little bit. I'll bring it down. Yeah, that's good. Now, well, this is a, uh, a song that Tim and I wrote in the spa bath. I like this. It's a bit more free. We're, we're getting to know about you and me through interviewing me. <laughs> This is a bit about our life. No, this is this, not about me. This is, uh, this is uh, Silky Smooth Footy theme song that uh, Tim said to me in the spa. He goes, it's got to go like this. Footy, 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 Silky Smooth Footy. And I just went, I'm sorry, I'm going to need a little bit more information. <laughs> and so he spoke about it a little bit more and that's what came out. So uh, go and check it, Silky Smooth Footy. I think we, um, we don't need to plug it any more than, than what it is. Corey's a big fan. Yeah, but Corey's a big fan of um, a lot of the stuff we do and um, I really thank him for watching it. Yeah. Not a lot of people do. No, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a bit, I think our Silky Smooth episodes have about 80 views. Yeah. They took us a long time to put together. <laughs> yeah, a lot longer than this. <laughs> yeah, heaps longer we than this. We get way more hits on this bad boy. Yeah, that's right. So Fiji uh, and Hawaii, sorry, weren't surf trips. So I didn't go over there necessarily to surf. I got surfs in. Um, See, this is the, yeah. a lot of yeah. married guys talk about this. Okay, they go, "Oh yeah, I'm going on a holiday with the family. It's not a surf trip, but they but then they surf all the time. Yeah, where surf for but me? How it, do they do it, and why can't you do that? Yeah, okay. So the the Hawaii trip was a thirtieth for one of our friends, and uh, we stayed in uh, Honolulu, um, which is about an hour and ten minute drive from all the north surf breaks, mm. uh, which is not too far away. It's not too bad. Um, but you can't go there kind of just on a whim. You have yeah. to plan it and plan ahead. Now, we um, we went up there. We had one day to go and surf, myself and Sean, and we went up there the day that it was about 15 feet and quite hairy. Oh, uh, my. <laughs> yeah, so it was, um, it, it was quite scary. We ended up going out, but it, it, we went out in much smaller zone mm. i went down there and i saw um Kialii and he was just getting out mm -hmm. and um i had my gear ready to go in i said i was going to come out there with you and he goes yeah i probably wouldn't go out there today and i was like oh, okay so if he's saying don't go out today probably don't go out because it was the first swell of the season and a lot of the sand gets pushed up onto the bank so he, what he said was after the first swell uh the sand will be dragged in and fill in all the banks so it'll cover the the reef so instead of body surfing and kind of being on exposed rocks, the sand will then cover it and it won't be as scary. Mm. And exactly what happened, happened. Uh, and three days later, after the big swell started to die down a bit, 
I got up really early, drove up there just by myself. Uh, six o'clock surf. The Hawaiians actually don't get up because they know it's going to be offshore and clean all day. So I tried to get the boys up and they're like, no, nah, we're not coming. Um, so I just surfed it by myself. It was about six to eight foot. Wow. Really clean. Wow. Really good. I posted one of the videos on the on the Instagram. I had heaps of fun, yeah. but I was only there for about an hour and then I had to drive home. Yeah. So that was the only good surf I got in, in Hawaii, even though the waves were really good. And if I was there on a surf trip, we would have the best time of our lives. Now, how, how long was the drive home after that surf? Uh, so it's about an hour and 10 there and about an hour and wow. 20 back. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, not too far. Yeah. Um, and worth it for some of the best oh, waves yeah, that you're going to yeah. get in your lifetime. Yeah. And you were there mainly to take part in the Lost tours. Yeah. So we went there. Uh, big fans of the TV show Lost. And uh, we went to all the different locations where they filmed Lost. Um, and not one of them have a little, uh, like, tour you can go on. Oh. So it's really not – it's set up all for the, um, like, Jurassic Park franchise mm. and um, all those kind of things. It's all set up for that. And yep. there's pretty pretty much nothing to do with Lost at all. Uh, but we found all the little spots and went and took pictures there and it was quite fun. Mm. I really enjoyed it. And it we went to the, the beach where they set up camp and it was exactly like how it was um, – and you could just you could pinpoint moments in the show where they were standing there and what they were doing, and then you go back and watch it again. You're like, oh, I stood there. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Now explain for the people at home the last episode of Lost. Oh, okay. for the for the listeners at home, yeah. What happened? Well, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, uh, I'll this will be a spoiler. <laughs> Lost was the when Lost came out it. It changed television. And if it came out now, it would not be as good, but it... How um, old's the show? Well, it started in 2003, I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, I thought it was older than that. No. So, 2003 uh, was season one, and then it went to it went for six seasons. If you haven't seen it, though, you're... Are you really well, you're not going to watch it now. No. Or you might watch it. My missus is watching it. So, if she listens today, she's going she's gonna to have so to turn So, maybe we shouldn't talk about it. What the... Uh, Pretty much the final episode. Um, I love it. Lots of people hate it. Uh, but the reason I love it is because, and I won't give it away any spoilers there, um, there are two characters in it, the man in black and Jacob. Pretty much everyone else in the whole show means nothing. So if you whittle everyone else in the show out of it and just focus on the man in black and Jacob and then you take that into account and their storyline together and then watch the final episode, you'll... It'll be satisfying. Okay. So I really liked it. I might uh, have to rewatch it. You'll have to rewatch it, Tim. I always like um, when when good defeats evil. <laughs> when has that ever happened? <laughs> That's that doesn't happen. I'd like to see one movie where where evil defeats good. You know, there's I think a few. Where? Uh, yeah, they're dark. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you you saw the Joker. Is that any good? Yeah, again, I, that, see, I won't talk about that because it's it's still in theatres. All right, so you don't want to... No, because people will go and watch it. Have you seen still, it? No, you I haven't seen it, it I'm not going to talk about I it. I want to see Terminator. Is that still in theatres or has it gone already? Oh. The new one. I Did you see it? No. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I was hoping it was going to be on the plane, but it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so that was my, my... My trip to Fiji was... 
not that successful for surf. And Fiji was even worse for surf. Oh. So we went over there. Uh, I do a volunteer program with schoolies every year. You've done it a few years now. 13 years. Wow. Yeah, to be exact. Uh, And it's – I love it. It's really good. It's pretty much just – making sure the students stay safe while they're having fun, Mm. uh, not getting up to too much mischief. Uh, And, yeah, when they start feeling a bit sad, we we have a chat with them. Uh, Because, I mean, people go to schoolies and they think that it's going to be the time of their life. It's the spring break Mm. of Australia. Uh, And when they get there and it's not everything that they thought it was going to be, they can get a bit upset about that. So, anyway, we went over there, looked after them. uh, And in years previous pretty much got access to go to cloud break um, once or twice a week, depending on how many surfers come with the group of schoolies that are there. We look after about 500 people on Mana Island. Um, so week one, we barely scratched the surface. We need a minimum of four to go. We got three. Uh, and then I think myself and one of the other um, group leaders paid our spot to go to cloud break because we we're just desperate to go. And so we went... Surf wasn't big. It was about three foot. Mm. Nothing compared to what it was last year. Uh, no Connie T. Kept getting dropped in on. Uh, it w- but it was good to be there. The mm. water's so clear. Um, and it's just it's just good to say that you've surfed cloud break. Yeah. Uh, and then week two, a bunch of students from Camden, uh, inner west of Sydney, uh, North Shore, and not one surfer. 500 students, not one surfer. <laughs> so we didn't get to go in the second week. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit... Of, bit disappointing but yeah i mean you know what tim you just you got to take every opportunity you can yeah in regards to body surfing and um yeah i only got the one opportunity and i didn't surf that great that day but i had fun anyway but now you're back you know you'll get to uh have a bit of fun out in the whitewash with us that's right in in the slop i've had that the forecast is not bad this week oh good hmm uh, now, so you, you went to Fiji, you, uh, sorry, you went to Hawaii and then you went to Fiji and then you landed and as soon as you landed, you went to this ridiculous looking white party. Mm, the dinner on Blanc. What does that translate to? The white party. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very exclusive. So Blanc is like the wine. Uh, well, well, no, I think... I well, it just means white. I think it means white, white in yeah. French. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty much it's the, an exclusive party uh, in which you have to be invited to. You go on a oh. waiting list. How do you score a ticket? Well, the missus goes. Okay. She's been for the last four years. It's been in... Uh, when it was once in Kangaroo Island. Um, it was in the uh, forecourt of the Sydney Opera House another year. Mm. Uh, this year it was in Darling Harbour in the park. Um, April said it was not the greatest location, but it was okay. We still had a fun time. Yeah. Uh, now, I was a bit um, a bit iffy about the whole thing because you have to pay $180 well, to go. And <laughs> now they, they don't provide you with any food for that. Um, you have to bring your own... Um, like you well, you have to bring your own food. You have to bring your own cutlery. You have to bring your own table and chairs. Uh, and so I was questioning. Oh, and it's no BYO. You have to buy wine there, on top of it. So you couldn't even. I couldn't even bring a beer. Wasn't allowed to. And so I was kind of questioning what this hundred and eighty dollars was going to. When I got there, I actually had a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah, it was it was great fun. 
and the hundred and eighty dollars goes to there's they put a band on, they put a DJ on, mm. um, they give you sparklers to twirl around. And They're expensive. Yeah, they are. The 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 big ones, the big long ones. And uh, there's a total five bands. So <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. And no walkers. Um, so yeah, it was actually quite fun, but um, we found out that the the band was just playing to a backing track. So it was like a full string quartet and. Um, well, maybe Baritone this is a good time to plug your little side projects and get a few gigs going. What's the side project? Oh, I've you got, got you got a guitar, you got you know some DJ decks. Oh, I've been thinking about putting an album together, actually, yeah. Tim, this year. Yeah, um, I've got a few songs. I really want to get them out. I've, I've got about ten that I'd like to record. Yeah, um, none about body surfing. Well, I've written a few, um, <laughs> a few parodies, a few uh, fits in whips. Well, that's right. Can we get the? Um, can we get the? The uh, woman Womcom rap on. <laughs> we can do an actual version of that. I've got a few little ideas. Um, one, not not to do with parody songs, because I think Belly has got that market down, and he, he's a very good songwriter and shreds us. I would like to um, to write a body surfing cookbook. All right. Well, I got. Jesse Mawson and Eleanor, his lovely wife, their wedding present was the aphrodisiac cookbook. And so it's just all... What is it? Just oysters? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anything you can Chocolate, think of, really. Yeah, yeah, it's like all the... Um, and, and there were pictures with, with the dishes. Mm. So there would be the recipe and then it would just be someone nude with oysters <laughs> on the on the region. Um, Sounds like uh, the Clams Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, the, well, yeah, that's right. And they have a lot of that sort of they stuff. They do a little bit of photoshopping mm. with the thing. Oh, I actually came up with this idea yeah. in the shower last night. Something similar along the lines of a, a body surfing cookbook. Um, I think we should get Nick Brabot to try and have a Bondi burger at Bondi on a wave. Yes. <laughs> Sign me up <laughs> and get a picture of it. Yeah, because he like he loves his a porto, yeah. and he he just wants them to um, give him a year's supply of something. Yeah. I think if he got a sick photo of him on a like massive wave eating a Bondi burger at Bondi, is that not the best advertising ever? Yeah, yeah, I think that mate write that one down, patent pending. But body serving cookbook that could be on the front cover. I, I um I would really like to be friends with Nick Brabot. I've been tr- I've been trying really hard. It hasn't really happened. Have you added him on Facebook yet? I yeah, I think I have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um I just want someone to help me move and he looks like the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> the problem is he has to rotate when he's going through the door. But he's just very nice and very strong. Yeah. That's, that's what right. I want in a friend. You need a nice strong man. We don't have any of those no. at all. We've got uh, mm. Who's the no. strongest guy? You're probably the strongest guy I know. Nah. Maybe when I was going to the gym, but not anymore. Probably, um, I reckon. Oh, no. I don't My have mate one. Justin from uni used to be pretty oh, yeah. pretty big. I'm not sure if he's still hitting the gym. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Next time you move, when are you moving? But when I, like, if I move, I'll probably do the old Corey uh, or Corey's dad and get the removalist. And when you get a removalist, it's always like a real big guy with a really small guy. And the small guy goes so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because they're, um, 
the center of gravity is a lot lower. Okay. And so, it does, yeah, they don't expel as much energy going up and down the stairs. I don't, Tim, this little place that you're in, I don't know how the removalists did their job. Well, I did a fair bit of it. Yeah. Um, they honestly brought the fridge and the lounge. And your fridge isn't that big, actually, no. so it's, it's okay. They forgot everything else. <laughs> I was at a funeral that day and I sort of said, oh, geez. do this, do this. I got to go. I'll be back. And yeah. I came and like nothing was done. Um, so I did like, I think about 10 trips in the teeter. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but they got the lounge in. Mm. I didn't see that. And I want to know how they did it. Yeah. That would have been a tough job. <laughs> now, we should bring up um, the, the rift between us. There's a lot going on. Between? Between us, you and me. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's a rift. I have not. Well, oh. I, that's the first I've heard of it too. Is but this it, about Simon? Yeah, oh, okay. Simon. Okay. Simon thinks that we're we've gone on hiatus, and it's because we're not seeing eye to eye on things. I've got a few things to say about this. Yeah. Well, not really. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> yeah. He's got some good gear, that boy. He compared us to Oasis. Yeah. Which is flattering. Yeah. Uh, top. top are you null? Um, I don't know. I've got. S- they both look the same. Yeah, are they the same person? Yeah. I've never seen both of them in the same room at the same time. Maybe that's why they broke up. I've got my sideies sort of going at yeah, the moment. Yeah. So maybe yeah, I'll do the old English invasion. Mm. I was going to maybe uh, make a bit of a Beatles joke. Mm. Um, but yeah. Do you want me to tell you a quick joke? Yeah. This is a very old joke. <laughs> is it about the Bait Bay Ball? Because <laughs> we've got plenty of those. Uh, this is about the show Mad About You. Yeah. You remember that show? Yeah. So, um, all right. Um, Yoko Ono is uh, guest starring on Mad About You this week. Pretend it's the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's going to play a <laughs> that breaks up the Beatles. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that's, see, that stings getting us out of trouble, mate. I'm telling you, it's good. And it's good that I'm within reach of it. <laughs> yeah, so I can fire it as and well. And you knew which one it was. I knew which one. Yeah, I was. I was watching before in the um yeah. uh, in the little setup. They're section. all they're all color coded. Yeah, that's right. It's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's really nothing going on. We just had a break. Well, you've been on holidays. I've been on and holidays. That's right. You've uh, broadcasted that for a while. Everyone knew what was going. We try to be as transparent as possible here. Mm. We've got no secrets. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's just tricky logistically. We would love to get an ISDN line. Yeah. Just <laughs> straight from your place to mine. Well, that's right. You know what? Here's a little bit of goss, mm-hmm. right? Um, as a few of you might know, I go to church. Mm-hmm. And so that's why initially the Budgie Boys were on a Saturday because uh, a few of the founding members are churchgoers. And so Sunday, often in the mornings, we're doing things. Um, now, I got a tour of the new Hillsong campus. Uh-huh. Uh probably a year ago, and they do the big Hillsong Conference at Acer Arena or whatever it's called now in the in Olympic Park. Um, they used to bring OB vans and then um, record it all and then broadcast it from Olympic Park like most people do with, with those sort of things. Like they have all the sporting events there. That's what you do. You bring the OB, OB van, you pay for it all, whatever else. Now, now tell, tell, tell the people at home what OB stands for. Oh, that's the outside broadcast yeah. fan. And we'll be doing one of those soon <laughs> yeah. with the battery pack. Um, but they've gone and redone their facility over at um, Castle Hill. Hmm. 
you know, we got a tour of that and we went up to their um, editing suite uh-huh. and they were telling us that they had installed fiber, fiber optic cable from Hill, the Hills campus to Olympic Park mm. of their own expense to be able to mix, edit and send out all of the Hillsong Conference material from the Hills campus so they didn't have to do all the OB vans again. Now, can you imagine how much that costs? Do you even have an idea of how much the fiber optic cable costs uh, for them to install? I'm, I'm pretty close to getting NBN, so yeah. <laughs> well, the NBN cable costs like, it's like $100,000 from your street to the to the house. Yeah. And they've done it like 15 kilometers <laughs> and dug it all and put it in. So just imagine how much coin they got floating. Well, I should just mention our uh, our new sponsor, Gloria Jeans. Uh, if you want a nice <laughs> hot coffee, stop into Gloria Jeans. Is this legit? <laughs> uh, That's right. Gloria Jeans is good and owned by the Hillsong Church. Yeah. And you know what makes a coffee really good? A shitload of caramel. <laughs> so just load it up with caramel. If it's a bad coffee, which they sometimes are, like the coffee's hard to do. Mm. It's it's like even the best of baristas out there struggle. Tom Schmid. Well, I think Tom's probably one of the better ones. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't drink coffee, but um, he knows his stuff. I don't drink coffee. I don't know coffee. I've never <laughs> met coffee. <laughs> Speaking and, of... And you are no coffee. <laughs> Speaking of coffee, uh, the Bait Bay boys love their coffee at Loaf. Oh, okay. At Loaf, yes. Yeah. They love a Loaf coffee. Right next door to Gloria Jeans in Cronulla. Is Gloria Jeans in Cronulla still there? No. I think it is. Really? Because it moved from down next to, um, um, what was that record store? Remember the one on the corner? Jolly Rogers. Jolly Rogers, that's right. Yeah, they moved from down near Jolly Rogers up to where the old Monty and Tong was. <laughs> now, that's a sponsor we should get on board, Monty and Tong. Monty and Tong, if you want teriyaki chicken <laughs> at a Thai restaurant, head over to Monty and Tong. <laughs> Delicious lunch special nine dollars oh, fifty. So good, it's so good. I think it's cheaper than that actually. It might be seven dollars ninety. Yeah, and they've got this new modern restaurant now. Oh, they do. But with they've neon. still got the Bay Marie, and it, it it goes so hard. They've got a little neon sign in there that says "Let me tie you up." <laughs> Th. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's good. It's good. It's a pun. T- tie puns are yeah bread and butter. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, but the Bait Bay Body Bashers just had their ball. The big ball. The big ball. Why, where was our start? Why didn't we get an invite? Mate, <laughs> I had um, probably a, a tight five uh, to do. Well, that was the thing. We we actually did get invited. Uh, uh, I've, I failed to um, tell you boys that you were invited because I couldn't make it. So I was like, well, if I'm not going, then no one else is going to get to go to that now one of the bartenders at a a bar we frequent um he was telling me that they do a joke competition and it's pretty full on at the bait bay ball yeah right so you were riding gear um here's the thing i'm not I, I love to write. I mm. hate to perform. Well, you I, were once famously <laughs> tackled off stage at Northies. <laughs> and that's why I no longer do it. Um, I'd prefer to write for someone else. Yeah. And that's not because I'm a coward. Mm. It's just because I can't speak properly. Yeah. And I would, uh, I'd rather improvise. Right. I just don't like reading. 
Well, that's right. Well, it's hard. All it's hard to like. Things, yeah, yeah, it's hard to like reading when you can't read, Tim. <laughs> so, and we're both in that boat. Yeah. It really, really is quite hard. Uh, I think the bait bay ball went off without a hitch. I haven't yeah. seen too much. What do, is it? Three courses? Oh, it must be. It's at the Tattersalls. Yeah, nice. Yeah, where, where, whereabouts is that? Um, you put me on the spot there, Tim. Sydney, like city. Oh, it's definitely in the city yeah. somewhere. Uh, I wonder if the um, Tattersall Trojans were there too. They must have been. Yeah. Is it the Tattersall Trojans ball and the Bait Bay Bashes, Body Bashes ball in one? It could be. Could be. Possibly. But um, yeah, no, I think they had fun. They had a lot of fun. Um, what else we got on? We've gone through the rift. We've gone through, oh, our Chrissy party. That's right. Well, that leans on right from the Bait Bay Body Bashes ball. Yeah, ours is not as formal. Well, it's the Bagham, so the, the biannual, annual, um, general. A few general members meeting. of the Budgie Boys are going to bring this up. They want to know if we're doing bi-yearly, quarterly, monthly. It's it's bi-yearly. So but we have the AGM in in June, okay. June thirty deadline, and then we have uh, the biannual Christmas slash party. Christmas party in December. So this will be an official meeting. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've written up the the minutes from the last meeting in the quinoa menu. Yep, uh, it's in the menu. We have a few things to discuss, but also a few things to go over from last year. I'm looking forward to it. I think um, a few of the members have have some uh, some some queries. Mm. Now, I want to make a rule that we only get. One piece of new merchandise a year. Okay. Because that's what we've done. Yeah, well, the T-shirts. Yeah. So because we are so unorganized and because we are so bad with money, mm. I think that would just allow us to be really creative and also get what we need for the year we're in. Mm. Now, we're going into 2020. Yeah, 20 plenty. That's right. So... If we were to sort of sum up where we're at, mm. what sort of merch would you be thinking about getting? Um, the boys want jumpers, which I yeah I can get around, but we, I mean we've got our uh, we've got our t-shirts. Maybe we could have a print of um, of jumpers in the winter with the same logo. We've got the new logo now; it looks pretty good. Yeah, um, I mean the boys always want hooded towels, but the Eastern suburbs body surfers hooded towels are pretty good. Oh yes, I don't think we could beat them. Yeah, I would like a hooded towel, but I would be happy just buying one of the Easties. Yeah. Um, quick, quick question: um, the Budgie Boys' origin uh, and being somewhat associated with the Church of England <laughs> is that why there's wings on the. The original logo? No, they're they're budgie wings. Ah, because they kind of look like angel wings. Well, you can ask Sean about that because he drew them. Because I was thinking about getting them on my back. Thurston style. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Justin Thurston's wings? They're quite small on his back. Because he's got a big back. Yeah, but like I wonder if he had a small back (laughs) when he got them. Well, he was quite small. I remember when he was playing for Canterbury, he looked a a lot smaller than what he is uh, now. Yes, the Canterbury days for Justin... (laughs) It's Justin? No, Jonathan, sorry, not Justin. Um, for Jonathan were quite successful. 
Did I call him Justin? No, I think I called him okay. Justin. I was I was thinking back to your friend Justin. And Justin Spittle. Yeah, and Justin Spittle, that's right. Um, no, Jonathan's days at Canterbury were quite successful. He won a comp there, didn't he? Yes, but he was... Was he on a reserve? He was a reserve yeah. and he gave his ring to Steve Price, if my memory oh. serves me correctly, because he was out with injury or suspension. Okay. There you go. NRL facts. <laughs> What has this podcast become? We're going back to the good old days of the unofficial Sharkies podcast, which, for, for Corey, mm. <laughs> has Corey listened to that one? Yes, I think he has. Um, we should do a reunion show for that because we never wrapped up the 2016 grand final. And now we can because we've got the roadcaster. We can just bring Harlem in. Can we, yeah, get a, a line to LA? For sure we can. Cool. Because we could just uh, call him on, on the Facebook. On the Facebook. On the Facebook, you know. Now, should you ask me what's in my floppy bucket? Uh, what is in your floppy flop? Floppy, floppy flop. Have you cut yourself? No. Where? On your belly. On the guards? No, that's oh. a belt. <laughs> it's a belt and a I stomach. thought you did the old backwards uh, suck rock. Nah, 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 nah. No cut, no cuts on me, Tim. I'm cut free at the moment. That's good. Yeah, I'm looking after my body. I'm in good health. Before we get to your floppy bucket, um, we should just check in with your health. Um, are you going to be donating blood before the meeting? Oh, before the bagum. Oh, gee whiz, Sean's thrown it from left field again, hasn't he? I, the f- the first time we gave blood, I was going on the first date with April. The missus and it's always good to have a checkup before. Well, it wasn't a checkup. I was I was giving my blood, and then I had to go and have a drink and behave myself. It was never going to work. And now we've got the the Christmas party on the same day as the blood donation. Now, how much blood do you give? I think it's only like a liter or two. Mm. We only I think you only have six in your body. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think you only have six. Maybe it's less than a liter. It was 500 mils. Wow. But, um, yeah, we definitely have like around six in your body. Okay. And so they take out quite a bit. So yeah. that's why it's like, well, you go out drinking afterwards, you're going to get hit a lot quicker than what you would normally. Well, I definitely, um, yeah, went and got Chinese food a lot faster than I normally do. Mm. That's for sure. That's right, yeah. I think I had two beers ago. Yeah, I could go some Billy Key. Yeah, that's right. Now, I, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to give blood on the... On the Christmas party day. Yeah. I just don't want to get knocked around. Yeah. You know, I get knocked around hard, as hard enough as it is. Well, I gave plasma last time. Oh, and they pumped the blood back into yeah. you. Yeah. And it was fine. It just took a long time. Maybe I'll get plasma this time. Because you get it back. Yeah. You just want to get the, the red stuff taken. It just, oh, it just took so long. Remember, you guys were enjoying your milkshakes mm. while I was still sitting in the chair watching reruns of Ellen. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, a bit of a dampener on the day because all I was thinking about was um, getting to uh, the pub. Yeah, well, that's it. That's all you ever do on Saturdays because Saturdays are for the boys. You try and be a good person. Yeah. You pick up a bit of plastic here and there. You donate blood once Mm. in a while. But sometimes, you know, you've got to just have Saturdays are for me. Yeah, Saturdays are for me. Mm. And just me. I just want to relax. And be who I was born to be. And that involves body surf in the morning, bacon and egg roll for breakfast, and then a punt with the boys in the afternoon. And is there anything wrong with that? 
Body surfing, bacon egg roll, beer, boys. It's the four Bs. That's like, the bait bait. That's the bait 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 bait. <laughs> like you just can't, Tim. You're speaking my language here. Mm. You know, Sunday, pray it away. <laughs> Saturday we play. Sunday, pray it away. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Alrighty, so Owie, what is in your floppy bucket? Oh, that's good. Um, my floppy bucket is getting quite large now. <laughs> I've got lots of things in there. I started with my Viper V7s. Yeah, uh, now I like this story because um, we were kind of getting into body surfing uh, together around the same time. I forget how old we would have been, mm. but you were sort of encouraging me to do a bit of research and look into what sort of flippers I'd like to buy. Um, originally I had some Manta Blades. Yeah. And, um... Speaking of Manta Blades, Manta Giveaway. <laughs> Billy Slater's Manta Giveaway. Yeah. Did you nominate... You nominated, uh, Robbie. I did. Um, yeah, so Robbie... I, t- I kind of turned it into the Ice Bucket Challenge. <laughs> I know that that's not what Belly had in mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But we've gone there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, Robbie does the Blade Challenge. So I don't really know what it involves. Well, I'm sure he would have a Manta bodyboard. Oh, he's got a few, yeah. Uh, that he could give away. <laughs> he showed us his inventory the other day. He's got about 40 boards <laughs> in his garage. It's outrageous. Yeah. He's got a family too. How? <laughs> I just don't understand. She's very forgiving, that wife of his. Yeah, well, I actually um, had to have a little word with her the other night. I said, is it all right if Robbie comes out and has one Alco shake with me? <laughs> She's okay, one. <laughs> all you have to do is say the word Alco shake, because I'm sure it's one word, to Robbie. And he's there in a heartbeat. Yeah. They do a good Alco shake, the old... Um, Huxley's. Yeah. It's good. I did have to ask um, them to put the audio on. I for, I, for, the for, cricket. for the cricket. I yeah. go, Warner's about to hit 300. Is it all right if we get the audio? Well, it's only happened seven yeah. times in Australia. Like, it, it is a sports bar. Yeah. It should do what it says on the tin, yeah? yeah? Well, that's right. You'd think so. But it's got, like, American sports playing in there. Mm. Like, anyone watches those. Yeah, I was getting into some, um, some shuttlecock and some... Uh, <laughs> Chinese badminton. Yeah. Although um, I think um, our off-season sport is going to be ice skating. Oh. So maybe we can body surf on the ice. Nah. Have you seen Blades of Glory? <laughs> it's not good. I remember the first time I watched it, I loved it because I was about 10. Yeah. And then I rewatched it, I go, oh. <laughs> I actually didn't mind it. I still don't mind. I think it's. I think I still giggle. I'll take you back to my uh, chat Question? about Pixar. And oh yeah, DreamWorks, uh, films that rely heavily on pop culture references. I don't think I like as much a podcast that has pop culture references. I love. <laughs> oh yeah, what like us? We, we're trying. We have very awful memories. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, and the drinking doesn't help that, Tim. Mm. Um, but yeah, floppy bucket, you've got the Vipers. Now you did a fair bit of research into those before you bought them and you were telling me that they were originally designed for lifeguards. Yeah, so they were, but they were a bit too, a bit too stiff, hard to get on. Uh, I actually originally got them because of our mate Body Womp. Okay, so he he had the yellow vipers. Yeah, he had the. Okay, I think he had V. I think they were V sevens as well. Has he upgraded since? 
Um, I think he rides other things now, mm. um, but back then it was he just had the the V seven. So he was pretty much the only body surfer that I knew that was around the Shire. And I was like, all right, if he rides those, I'll get them too. Mm. So I had to ship them in from the US. Yeah. And when they sent them here, they actually sent a V seven and a V five. I don't know how they messed that up <laughs> because the blade is about three inches shorter, mm. and so. I literally don't know how you could put them in a box and get it wrong. But they did. And so I took pictures of them and emailed them back and said, hey, listen, this is what happened. And they got onto it straight away. It was 662 Ride Shop, I think. <laughs> yeah. And they sent me out the same size fin um, as the other one. Now, they're a bit small for me. And I thought that they might stretch over time. But I've had them about six years now, uh, maybe even longer. Mm. And still as hard as the day that I got them and I stretch them every, like as often as I can yeah. and put them out in the sun. Nothing, nothing like they're durable as anything. And I actually really like them. A lot of people don't, they are uncomfortable, um, but they get a lot of sp- quick speed. Uh, and so I've got them. Then I went to pods. So I had some pods cause we got some of those for free. Mm-hmm. I really like the pods. A lot of people aren't, too fond of their their flippers but i i think they're quite good most of the budgie boys wear them Mm, yeah i I actually don't mind the pods um i've now got uh some uh dmcs i got these the zebra print dmcs yeah now why did you go with that i just like the look of them yeah yeah they look cool and they go with me um belly my belly budgets (laughs) yes yes and so it's a good combo i'm not loving them for surfing um, but I'm not, I'm not a strong swimmer. So for me, I just feel as if they're a bit too soft for my, for my style. Uh, I have a heavy, um, up kick. So, uh, when I'm swimming, uh, my down kick is not as strong as my up kick. And so that's for another reason. I don't really love defense because the up kick doesn't have a lot of push in it. It's more the down kick. Um, so you need to find fins that are going to work for you. I haven't really found my the one that works for me yet. Mm. I really want to try Leblon fins, but they're not running around anymore. What about some yucks? Yeah, yeah. People love the the old yukas, and um, I'm keen to try them out. They're very similar to the Vipers. What about Tech 2s? Tech 2s. Well, Timmy, you got the Tech 2s, and they're similar to your DMCs. Mm, so that's right, yeah. Similar design. Um, so I can't see them being too different. Yeah. But we'll see. Have we'll you see. ever used them? I think I've used yours once or twice, yeah. and I don't mind them. They're yeah. good. Nice for a little paddle yeah. here and there. See, I don't kick that much. Yeah, right. I use my arms a lot more than my legs. Yeah, and that's what we were saying in um, for Wompoff, we wanted a bit more wave energy, so it's... Mm. That takes the swimming out of it a little bit. We're very lazy. <laughs> we're lazy people. That's right. Uh, so I've got the there in my floppy bucket. I've got about five or six hand planes now. Wow. Yeah. So I've just You've actually come a long way. Yeah. I started with the the war, um, the war fish, yep. arrowtail, um, the, the timber. Yeah, I can't fish. remember what the. It was like a limited edition one. Okay. Ricky knows more about it. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's I got the same size in the other board, and they they ride very different because um, yeah, okay. of the different wood, um, different weights, as well. Uh, so I've got two of those. Uh, Ricky actually gave us one, which was very nice of him early on in the piece, um, 
and then I got uh, Benway sent one out um, for for us to use. And Timmy, you don't really use handboards too often, but we've used it together. I've had a play, yeah. Um, but that's sitting in my floppy bucket at the moment, uh, the pocket rocket. Yeah. Uh, then I recently, oh, I made my um, um, sleigh tray. The sleigh tray. So I've got the sleigh tray. Uh, it's a good fun, nice little pipo size. Uh, and then recently, I just bought uh, a garage hand plane, oh, which cool. I haven't used yet. It's the the Reva Classic. Uh, he had a little sale because they had a manufacturing issue, and yeah, I got it instead of two hundred and fifty dollars. I got it for seventy five or something. Oh. So nice and cheap. Nice. Uh, and looking forward to using that. That's fiberglass. Um, well, it's fiberglass over wood. Bit strange, bit different than yeah. what I've got. Give it a go. Um, yeah, and then. What else you got? You got your um, you got your sluggos. Got You've got a, a couple few. of weddies. What sluggos have you got? Got the budgie boys, um, pink and blue. Course, yes, and then the uh, I've got my I've got yellow ones. I've got little Asian DP ones, and then I've got uh, the bellies, uh, in the the belly keels, which mm. I really really love, and I've been wearing them quite a lot yeah. lately. You've got the same pair. Yes, because um, I've got a few different sizes for different occasions. Because mm. you want. Really tight when it's big, and when it's not as big, you can go a bit more comfortable and have a looser pair. Yeah, that's right. So that's pretty much what's in my floppy bucket. Um, I don't have too much more. It's always it's always going to increase. I really want to work this year at making a few hand planes, mm-hmm. um, but at the moment, uh, we're just going to ride with what we've got. Yeah. Between the budgie boys, we have so many hand planes. So, like, I guess we're spoiled for choice. We can mm. try all these different things. And I think a lot of the clubs around Australia are in a similar position when they're they're trying things. And even the Goldie sliders, you know, have so much stuff, so much gear that they're just playing with every day. It's really cool. And um, I remember the first Womp Off we went to um, two years ago, there was heaps of stuff going around and they were sort of just saying, use whatever you want. Mm. Just trying a pair of flippers. Yeah, um, and I, can, I can't wait. Can't wait for that again. Yeah. Um, Womp Off, as well as like Womp Camp, is just yes. like a free-for-all. Everyone's got everything and they're just passing it around. You've got, and I mean everything, like not just body surfing gear. <laughs> they're passing everything around. <laughs> well, yeah, and... Um, we did a few beer tastings and uh, brisket. They got brisket up. Someone's smoking up. Brisket. Where is the brisket? It's like here, yeah. <laughs> well, in the yeah, it's in the it's in the nice part. <laughs> taste taste delicious. Um, yeah, I love brisket. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to Womp Camp because we've got the new uh, desk that we can take, and we're going to get an upgrade, aren't we, in the cabin situation? What really? Uh, I was hoping for like a spa or something. Oh, the blow-up spa. Yeah, well, I mean, for sure, I've just moved into my new place. I've got the rooftop. I'm looking into getting the blow-up spa. I wonder if we could pack it up and take it up to uh, to Wompoff. Have a little sparty. <laughs> I like a sparty. It would be nice because it was a bit... It was pretty cold. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to just have a nice hot spa mm. after a, a surf. Um, get it nice and salty. Yeah, get salty it nice. Spa. Oh, I love a good salty spa, Tim. Now, big news coming out of Hawaii. Now, I don't know if you saw this. Dane Torres shaved his head. See, I thought that might have been like a little hair pullback dealio, but it wasn't. He shaved it. And um, I think it looks great. 
Oh, mate. Have you seen him? He's the most he, handsome, very handsome boy guy, I've yeah. ever met in my life. But I also think it's going to improve his surfing a lot. Yeah. Speed him up, you reckon? I This this is uh, this is when I used to stand up, but um, I was driving along Cronulla one day and I said, if I just see uh, a hairdresser open, I'll run in and quickly get my head shaved. And um, I ran in and I said, hey, can I get my, uh, my head shaved really quick? Um, and she was like, oh, I don't really have the time. I'm like, seriously, it can be a rush job. It doesn't matter. I'll pay cash. Mm. And she did a great job. Yeah. Um, and she only charged me $10. Really? Yeah. And then I went and had a surf and it was honestly one of the best surfs I've ever had. Oh, it would have felt amazing. It felt so good. I felt quicker. I was catching waves like that I would never go. It was really, really fun. It now gave you, me so much confidence. You reckon that's why Michael Klim did his head or is he just Hell Reseto? No, I think he he used to shave for swimming, and then sometimes nature just doesn't takes grow over. Back. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about now. If I was to shave, I'm just worried it won't grow back. So you're not doing a dev mole. That's I'll, what you're trying to tell. I'll me. do the dev mole. Um, well, it's the second day of Dev Semba, and I ain't seen no dev mole. I've just got to be because I get the the Christmas photo, so I've got to I've got to keep my hair for that. Do do you? Yeah. Can't Levy do a dev mole as well? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take it to the next level, I think it's dev moles. I will definitely do a dev mole one day. <laughs> when it's on the way out. Yeah, just, I will definitely do one. I just don't know when. <laughs> I don't know when. I know when. When? Tim Dunlop's wedding. Tim Dunn's 21, yeah. Um, Is he not going to listen to this, but we yeah. can dish the dirt on it? No, I, I probably, I don't know. I'd, I'd feel bad about that. He would probably make me shave it all off. Um I will definitely do one. Okay. I would love to do one for the Christmas party. I just I want to get the photo first and I don't think it's going to happen. This year. You'll do a dev mole this year. It could be funny. you got to grow your mole out. I know, I don't really have. Yeah. See, that's the hard part. That would still pop And moles are kind of in. Mullets are in at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they're mm. really in. All right. What else have we got to talk about? Maybe we should have um, a little bit of a plug for ourselves. For ourselves? Yeah. So the Body Surf podcast comes to you once a week, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. And um, yeah, as we said, we will be finishing up for the year next week with our last episodes of of uh, Between the Sets, which has been renamed Between the Seasons <laughs> by Simon. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, because there's only one episode of Between the Sets every four months, <laughs> and. I, I love Between the Sets. It's been one of my favourite ones. Well, this has just been like a, an extra long version of Between the Sets. Yeah, heaps shitter version. <laughs> it's good. I mean, I mean, we haven't been on the air for a little while, so we're just giving people yeah. what they wanted. Really, we're just testing out the new equipment to see if it works. And <laughs> it seems to be working all right. <laughs> We'll get we'll we'll figure some stuff out. It should be fine. Um, so something that we really would love uh, you guys to attend is this AGM, mm. the Christmas party. It's coming up on the fourteenth of December, which is two weeks from now. Yep, Saturday, uh, the fourteenth of December. We're going to kick things off from midday at Hairy Man Brewery. Yep. So if you've heard us waffle on about Hairy Man and you thought, I'd like to try a beer there, come down, say good day, um, try a salty dog. Oh, the salt dog. Would you start with a salty dog? See, 
when I went last year, I was trying to go through the whole list mm. and then I got to Salt Dog and I stopped. Yeah. Because why would you want to go anywhere else? Yeah. I mean, everyone loves the pop ale, mm. but it's too sweet for me, a bit too fruity. <laughs> so, well, it's not fruity at all, but it's a bit too sweet. Yeah. Uh, but the Salt Dog, it's pretty much like you're, you're surfing. So if you come out of the surf, you're salty, just... You keep it through the day. And that is the the best thing about Harryman Brewery is there is something for everyone. That's right. Even if you're not a beer drinker, you will probably find something you like. Yeah, they've got wines and ciders and yeah. uh, they've got um, Burt's soft drink local plug there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, have you seen Burt's before? Do they make Passiona? No, that's Kirk's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you got the K and the B yeah. around the wrong way. Um, no, Bert's Soft Drink. Mm. It's a family-run yeah. factory. Yeah. I don't know who they source to, but oh, Harry Man Brewery is one of them. <laughs> nice. And so you can get yourself a Bert's Soft Drink. They do a nice lime soda. Yeah. So pick yourself up a salt dog and a lime soda and get on out of there. Well, one of the things we vote on is our official milkshake flavour, which for the last year has been lime. Well, yes. I'm wondering if it's going to make its way through another meeting. Mm, I hope so. I mean, the more members we get, the the scarier it gets because I'm a big lime milkshake fan. Actually, last AGM, uh, chocolate was removed. Yeah. So it was lime and or chocolate. Yeah. It was just lime at the last AGM. And I, for me, I want it to stay like that. It's We have lime every week. That's our official milkshake flavour. And then uh, we have seasonal flavours. So, for instance, we have the Christmas milkshake, which is lime and strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it like we've only got a month of drinking that, like eggnog? Yeah, that's right. We have the... Um, we have the Halloween, which is orange and chocolate. And <laughs> what else can you get? Yeah, Easter. Uh, we also have the uh, diabetes. Oh, that's right. That's you chop a finger off, put it in there because it's gonna. Uh, we are we gonna get diabetes? Are we gonna get diabetes? Yeah. Is that the, we should we should ask the body surf community the open and honest question because we need to be really really certain that. We're not going to get it. I don't want to get it, Tim. I'm scared of it. Oh, it, it's... it's My legs are useful mm. right now. But if I keep drinking as much beer as I do and having as many milkshakes and yeah. and bacon egg rolls, yeah. I'm going to make it to like 40 and be useless. Yeah. But I don't want I don't want to get dark and I don't want to have to read out the phone number of a suicide line. But, <laughs> well. but also we value life a little too much. Oh, definitely. And um, if we can change our perspective on that, we might be able to unlock some happiness. Yeah, you're but so if you right. if you say that to someone, it, it comes across a little bit heavy and dark. Well, yeah, they think that you're yeah, like life's meant to be, you know, life. Mm. But everyone just needs to bring it down a couple of notches. Life yeah. can be average sometimes, and it's okay. Yeah. And if it's just slightly better than average, you're having a good day, mate. Our life rips. Oh. I got one of the best lives going around, and I still complain about it every day. Yeah, I think of those poor souls that are married right now, <laughs> and they've been married since they were twenty-one, and they got four kids right now running around. You don't have any time to yourself. Look at us—we're here doing a podcast, talking for an hour and ten minutes and five seconds. <laughs> Who cares? We can delete it and do it again. I don't care. I'm not going home to any kids. I've got no one to worry about at home. I'm just going to go to work tomorrow and make bank, and you know what I'm paying for? No kids. 
I've spent all that my, in my sports bet account. My issue is you've said this and it's on tape and I will keep this um, because people do change and people like it's interesting. People who uh, often have that point of view. They, oh, they, I'll have kids within the next five years. Sure. They get stung. Yeah, then, I'm uh, going to get stung. But right now, I'm free as a bird. And I'm happy for that. I mean, you need to, like, maybe you need to change. Maybe sometimes you do. Some people don't like change. Some people don't want to get married. I'd like to get married one day. I'd like to have kids one day. But right now, I don't have that. I'm not held down. I'm loving my life. I'm living it. I'm having fun, you know? Yeah, I know. And body surfing's one of the one of the greatest pastimes of all. Yes, it, what a man that I really look up to with kids that loves the body bash, the Kookman, mm. always is getting out for a surf. I was listening to his episode of the podcast this morning, mm. and it was encouraging. Yeah, to sort of think about all right, if you're going to do it, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think that's what the community so good for you have lots of people of different age groups that have might have a family they might be grandparents and then you have little groms like Corey and even younger going around that are just at the bottom end of the tree and living their life and there's just this massive community of people that are through all different walks of life so you've got lawyers you've got teachers you've got musicians you've got a crazy amount of difference but all coming together with one love and one passion it's body surfing mm. how good's that and yeah. you just get to learn off each other yeah and i mean sometimes you meet people that you don't like doesn't matter sometimes you meet people you do like it's great you what, just put it all aside when body surfing is involved what's the the one takeaway what's the one thing you've learned from the last maybe year um from someone in the community that you've just stuck with oh that's a good one tim um I think something that I learn um, quite often watching the guys that surf the bigger waves is just throw yourself into things. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't worry about that it. That is the worst No, advice. but don't worry about it. <laughs> like, uh. don't be too cautious, you know? Sometimes you're just too cautious with your life and you end up not living it. I mean, I'm scared of heights. I'll never, I'll never jump out of a plane. I'll never climb a rock face. I don't care. That's fine. I'm not I'm not worried about missing out on that. I'm too scared. But if you really want to live life, you just gotta do it. Can you finish the episode with a story that I don't think we've told on the podcast? Oh it's, dear. It's um the story of when we went to Wanda Beach in a it was raining and some some storms passed. And it was very, very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told this story and I maybe embellished it a little bit. I'd like you to try and keep it as close to the truth as you can. Yeah. But, um, you know, our our version of what happened is our truth. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's, yeah, relativism is rife in, in, in the society. But it's true. Your truth is perspective-based. Mm. As well as mine, we're seeing different sides of the cup here. Yeah, like I'm touching the elephant's trunk, and it's soft and squishy, and it's ro- it's it's rotating. You're touching the the elephant's legs, and it's hard and it's strong. And we're touching the same animal, Tim. You know, we're just living this life. It's the same life, but we're living differently. We're doing different things. 
we're experienced experiencing different things at different times and different places with different people, different upbringings, you yeah. know? And so a surf at Wanda Beach, when it's stormy and overcast and everything's happening, we can have two different versions of it. And it's still truth for us. Yeah. But here's the real truth. <laughs> <laughs> and the real truth is we're surfing Wanda Beach. It's overcast. It's rainy. Uh, probably shouldn't have been out there, to be honest. Um but I re- like we were starting to push the boundaries with our abilities, uh, and I think it, up to that stage it was probably the biggest surf we've been in, and it was a dead east swell, so it was just dumpy as all hell, and we swam out there. It's overcast. It's pissing down rain. There's one other surfer out there in a bodyboarder, and then myself and yourself. Two body surfers, and I don't. Th- we didn't have hand planes at that stage. I think we just recently got flippers, uh, and we were out the back there. And all of a sudden, we s- see this thrashing in the water, and we freak out. I turn. I I believe I turned to the bodyboarder and I said, "Is that what I think it is?" He said, "Yes," and then we saw a fin pop up. And it was probably about maybe five to ten metres away from us. And it was a shark. Now, I don't know how big the shark was. The fin wasn't massive, but it was a fin nonetheless. And it definitely wasn't a dolphin. And so we turned around and I, I believe Tim was like, you've got to catch this wave. And I said to you as well, like let's, like, let's go. You caught it and just went straight over the falls. And it was a massive set came in. It was, I reckon it would be pushing seven feet. And to that stage, it was big for us. That's the biggest we'd surfed. And it was just full dumping. And you went over the f- falls. I think you actually got it, got out in front of it and got away. Mm. Um, I actually missed the wave. And you thought I was gone. You thought I was gone. <laughs> Um, the surfer and the um, bodyboarder also went in. So it wasn't just us packing it. Like we all saw the shark and we went in. Uh, but I've missed the wave and I honestly thought I was gone. Mm. It was it. That, I, I was done for. And the last thing I said to you was, do not miss this wave because <laughs> I don't want to get it without you. Yeah. Because I'm going to look really bad if that happens. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the wave behind it was... Um, the biggest wave of the set and it started to crumble just before it got to me and I just had to throw myself into it. So I've, I've gone it and it's just hit me and I've started tumbling, didn't get on the wave clean at all. And I thought that was it. I was gone. I was, that was my end. Obviously it wasn't my end cause I'm here talking to you. I didn't get bitten. I didn't get attacked, but it was still to this day, one of the scariest moments I think I've been in the water. Mm. Um, and yeah, we just need to realise that that's the case. Probably every day we swim with mm. with sharks like that. We don't often see them. That's right. Yeah, um, but they're always out there. I mean, we've been at Suck Rock when there was a a big a big shark that one time, and the surfers got out and were calling us in. And Robbie thought they were waving at us, but they were <laughs> saying fin. Um, I was at Hawkesbury one day, and a massive sh- um, Hawkesbury. Yeah, up that way anyway. And a massive shark swam in between me and another um, body surfer in between the flags. And wow. we came in and the um, the surf lifeguard said oh, it was big. They saw it and called everyone in. Shark alarm went off. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I think a shark might get us before the diabetes does, Tim. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it too. You lose a leg both ways, don't you? <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Shark or diabetes, you choose. I think I'd choose the shark. Now, we should save the story uh, about South Cronulla for next week on Between the Sets. Oh, yeah, that was a good time. Because that's one of my favourite stories. Yes. Um, it's a more uplifting, fun story. Oh, yeah. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah. I think body surfing in Australia is about having a good time, mm. having a drink, having a burger, getting yeah. in the water. Now, if you're still thinking about finding that perfect Christmas present for your loved ones, mm-hmm. that little stocking stuffer, you've still got time yep. to order a war hand plane. Oh, please do. Now, the bad fish is probably the perfect present for that person who might want to start getting into body surfing or even is a pro. Mm. Mate, those guys are shredding on the bad fish out at Cape. That's right. So it's the perfect present for anyone thinking about getting into body surfing or for that person who's, you know, been doing it for years. Yep. So you can go on warhandplanes.com.au and use the code word podcast for a nice little discount. That's right. Yeah. And I think they've just had their Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales. Mm. So then you might be on the tail end of that, even if you're listening to this right now, you might be able to get on there and get a discount. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, head on over to the war website, warhandplanes.com.au. But for now, uh, we got to get out of here. Yeah, Tim, it's been a long time, but it's been a good time. I think we've had a nice chat tonight. We've got to get through our new equipment, see if it's working. Now, should I just check I've played everything? No, I haven't. Should we listen to a little bit of audio to finish the show? <laughs> sure. Um, We've got it there. You've loaded it. All right. What haven't we played? Um, well, let's just play this one really quickly. But I've ended up with sand in orifices I didn't even know I had. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a little bit of belly there. A bit of belly. Um, now, we'll finish the show with this one because this is the last thing we haven't played. Um... But yeah, should we say goodbye or should we come back? After the sting? Yeah, we'll come back after the sting. It's a a longer sting. Oh, it's a long one. Here we go. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Drop down. Snap. And then after that, you just drop in. Just ride the barrel and get pitted. So pitted like that. So that's the sort of uh, gear you can... (laughs) Expect from us over the, the, well, the new year. Well, we can also take phone calls on this. So the exciting thing about the new year is that we're going to get some international guests mm. through the Facebook. <laughs> it's going to be great. But we can also uh, even, you know, cross the, the state. Well, the wide world of body surfing. Yeah. We can do it. This, this can fit in overhead. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh, I'm really excited about the new year, Tim. Mm-hmm. But so this, let's say, you know, this is our last loose podcast. Oh, the last ever loose podcast ever. Two. We're going to be so tight next year. Yeah. Um, but we've still got one more to go. Who knows what's going to happen on Between the Sets next week. So tune in for that. But also come along to the AGM at Hairy Man Brewery um, on the 14th of December from midday. So Saturday midday. 14th of December. Please come. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Andy down there will shout us at least one round, so you'll get at least one freebie. Mm. Uh, And if you come and say hi to me and Tim, I'll shout you one too. Wow. Yeah, why not? Using the business card? 
Well, yeah, we're writing it off on tax, aren't we? That's how we got the roadcaster. <laughs> AVNs, mate. It's good. I'm using my Web Chef one from way back in the day. I've still got that. Yeah? Yeah, the Web Chef for all your website needs. Yeah? Yeah. Did you make the Budgie Boy website? No. <laughs> what I did. I've forgotten everything from TAFE. HTML, man. We learn on Linux. <laughs> We're in the Mac world now, mate. You could, yeah, you could edit the hell out of a MySpace page. Oh, though. that's right. I could. Do you remember my MySpace? Yeah, I do. I had like scrolling feeds yeah. and it was good. Some HTML. Nice black and white photos of you skanking. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you sit at a desk your whole life and you never live. And I learned that early on in the piece. I went, this is not the life for me. Mm. I don't want to do this. Mm. I'm not doing it. Bye. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm out. And then I did nothing for 10 years. Yeah. So now here we are. So sitting behind a desk. Good night, everybody. Our desks just have microphones now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here I am sitting behind a desk inside a cold, dark room <laughs> with a guy I don't even really like. <laughs> no, he's all right. <laughs> On that note, we got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But remember, it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Bye. See ya.